Hello listeners and welcome to Retrospect Replay Episode 9, a serialised podcast taking an in-depth look into video games. This is Resident Evil 4. with me tonight is michael hello michael hello ian how are you i'm all right it's a little bit under the weather but now yeah. i'm feeling better it's not covid that's good i think you did you say the same last week or week before was it i think well, so maybe I was sick, said yeah. jokingly would put your results on twitter which obviously we didn't do we weren't gonna do but yeah i don't know there's a lot of stuff going around at the moment there is my son's ill i'm not feeling amazing you're not feeling great What's to be done? As the nicer weather gets here, hopefully the illnesses drop off a bit. Oh, the clocks went forward yesterday. Oh, yeah. Clocks did go forward. So it's now half eight, but it feels like it's half seven. Yep. Well. Well, this is brighter in the evenings. Yeah, it is. Uh, right. Okay. So if it's your first time joining us, welcome. Quick rundown. We go through a game every season and try and present it to you in an audiobook style format. So a lot of spoilers, uh, but then you'll also get to enjoy music from the game, some sound clips, and some extra facts, and a little bit of terrible jokes from us. Terrible jokes? Sometimes. Well, terrible jokes from me, probably. I don't know. I haven't heard any terrible jokes. I've definitely had some. They're in the trailer. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to change that at some point. Uh, socials, Twitter, at Retro Replay Pod. Facebook, Retrospective Replay Podcast. No patch notes don't think no nope. uh okay so last week we ended on was it chapter four four or something chapter four four we were getting on the boat weren't we with, did we get on the boat with yes, ada with yeah. ada yeah so now it starts on a cutscene, and leon is riding on a boat with ada approaching military island ada smiles at leon and then she suddenly turns the boat really hard to the side and stopping it by the cliffside and she takes her like grappling gun hook shot thing out and fires it and you know leaves she tells leon i got some business to take care of see you later and then she zooms off and leon has to try and get control of the boat to go and dock it somewhere he sighs and says women once leon is back on terra firma he gets a call on his radio and it's sadler uh, Leon says, I have to break it to you, but Salazar's dead. Salazar replies, yes, it seems that way. Leon says, why don't you just give up and go home? And he tells him, perhaps you are disillusioned with overconfidence just because you killed my small-time subordinate. Is that? Do you think that's like a, like a double-meaning small-time subordinate? Because obviously he's like about four foot tall. Who's like mini-me. Yeah. Maybe. That's not very nice. He's dead. Well, he is dead, but, you know, Sadler doesn't care. Sadler's evil. But then Leon says, Sadler, you're small time, and he just laughs at him. That'll show him. Uh, yeah, yeah, what, what a thing, you're small time. And then Sadler tells him to writhe in my cage of torment, my friend. Sounds like something from a metal band song or something. Uh, it's a bit foreshadowing, really, isn't it? A cage of torment. Yeah, yeah. And then... We get back to gameplay and the music infiltration starts. And now we are on the island, military island, I think it gets referred to as. And like you said, I think last week, the game is basically, it's almost like a different game now. Oh, it's a totally different game. I found, I thought it was a totally different game. 
the enemies, the, the everything about it. Gone are the castles and you know now we're looking at caves so we're moving through some cave walls and there's a fork so if you go left there's some crates with a few items and i've got an emerald i'm assuming that's probably a static item i imagine you've got the emerald as well yeah yeah so then you turn around go back down the fork to take the other route and as you come around the corner you can hear ashley shouting Help me, and the camera then shows her being carried over someone's shoulder into a base where the door closed uh, it's now we're outside of a what is it like a small what FOB like a forward operating base I suppose an FOB an FOB isn't it never heard of something called an FOB before oh, I think I think so I'll check this I've heard an SOB an SOB FOB FOB meaning free on board no FOB meaning military forward operating base yeah that's fine okay so there's a few buildings, a few tents. Uh, there's a, a floodlight, which I shot out, I think, because otherwise, if it spots you, I think people come running towards you. I did not shoot it out. So, yeah, people did come running towards me. <laughs> and then as we move forward, we get this minigun guy who comes out of nowhere, and he's yeah, obviously he's got a minigun, but he's quite hard to kill. He takes quite a lot of ammo. Like, eats the ammo, doesn't he? Yeah. But he drops 15 grand, which is nice. But then we'll get attacked by loads of other Ganados, different types. Shielded guys, ones with taser batons, guys with flails. I'm not sure why they've got flails. They're the weirdest things, the weirdest weapon to have. Yeah, but that's to, like, lots of cultists have flailed, flagellate themselves with flails. Yeah, yeah. That's probably not it. So once we beat the Ganados, the music fades, and we're left with the sounds of the wind and the sea, which is actually quite nice and calming. And there's a small puzzle... Uh, if you want to call it a puzzle, if you want to classify it that far, but and it's a couple of mirrors with a laser. So you have to, well, you can turn the laser on at the door by pressing the button, which then goes towards a mirror, which you then need to point at a second mirror, which you then point to a sensor on the other side of the door, which then causes it to open up, and we walk through, we run through some more caves. It's not very long, and you get a very small QTE where some Gonardos try and push a massive boulder onto Leon, and we have to dodge it with a backflip. You think to yourself, why? It's such a complicated way to open the door. The practical side of it, you know, it's, it's not, doesn't make sense. No, it, it is very, it is a very hard way to have to open the door, to be honest. Yeah. What if one of the mirrors gets broken? Yeah. And how does it open? Does it open from the inside? It's probably just got a switch on the inside, I guess. So and then we move our way down some various caves, but then we get to a ladder. That takes us into a new area, and then the music here is Ganado 5. We now merge on the outskirts of the main base, and we are above the, the little FOB that we just encountered, so you can see that below you. And it's just a bit of a complex of caves and tents here. If you go into the tent, you'll find a barrel to blow up, and you get a Golden Lynx statue. Did you get that one? Yep, the Golden Lynx. Now you move on to a enemy heavy area and there's two paths to take. I took the left one at first, which brings you up and round onto a small bridge. Then from a bridge you can see a cart and you can shoot the cart, but I didn't see that until later, so I didn't actually shoot it. Okay. Did you shoot it? No. I see I didn't spot it until afterwards I killed everything. I was like, oh man. Yeah, no, I didn't spot it either. So at the end of this little walkway is just some items, but then you've got to drop down and head for the door. And you run up to the door, press the button, and it opens up. Around the corner is a merchant in a save point. So I spoke with the merchant. Welcome! He had some new items for sale. Got a selection of good things on sale, stranger. 
and I bought the island treasure map. Did you buy anything? I think the only thing I bought was the treasure map as well. So not far from the merchant, the tunnels turn into man-made structure and we're standing in a thin corridor just before we move inside and this is the perfect place for the rifle, I don't know if you noticed No I just stood in this thin corridor just got the rifle out and shot like about 8 guys there or something Okay But then we beat them and we can move inside The music then stops and it's very quiet but I think it puts you on edge it's a bit of a calm before the storm Yeah and we move down the corridor, and there's a door on the left-hand side, which is locked from the other side. And as we navigate on, we move into a kitchen area. As soon as you cross the threshold of the door, you get this chord stab. It's not actual a song, it's just a stab of chords. And then on the left-hand side, there is a Ganado. So you have to take him down. And then there's a case with, for me, there was 10 shotgun rounds in. And I think that's a static item as well. Okay. Did you get them as well? Yeah. And then if you check the items, he says, like, cans and jars, all non-perishables, reminds me of Days of Awe. And I had to look up what Awe was. Because it's like O-R-E. Days of Awe. Yeah. I know, exactly. Days of Awe sounds weird, doesn't it? I've heard Days of Yore. That's what I was thinking. But Awe is Operational Readiness Exercise. So it's military training. Okay. Then this is probably the biggest scare of the game, this next part. As you go through the kitchen, there's an oven in front of you and that explodes and a guy just comes running out i, I don't know why is a guy in the oven i have no idea <laughs> but it's just weird isn't it is, is it probably the most jump scary thing in the game it's a jump scare yeah it's a cheap trick but they got to because you're already on edge anyway and then there's some meat carcasses hanging up and you can hear the flies and when you click on it it says the meat is rotten but i sure could use a fat juicy steak right now <laughs> what the what yeah i mean I know, I just just don't get it. Just so out of place. At the back of the kitchen is a door to a new area. We go through a loading screen, and then we can hear Ashley shouting again. But as we move on, literally just around the corner, there's a big guy. And do you know who this reminds me of? The the Bad Brothers from Golden Axe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? You know exactly who I mean? Yeah, no, exactly, yeah. Those guys were the kind of grey. Yeah. They had grey, yeah. Like grey, greeny, armour. Outfits, yeah, armour. I need to Google them now. I've got a picture here, I'm going to send it to you. I'll make that this week's Twitter. Hey, where are you? There you are. Bad Brothers, they're called. Oh God, there's some guys who do cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's exactly what I was thinking of. There's different levels of them, obviously. There's the blue ones and the green ones and the grey ones. Yeah. Red ones. But yeah, that's exactly what I I thought when I saw them. And these are like armad. You know, they've got like metal shin pads and metal chest plates. But you can, metal shin pads might be thigh plates or something. Because there's a couple of areas where you can shoot them. If you shoot them in the legs with the shotgun, it does take them. Yeah, that was the strategy that I used. So you shotgun them and then. Mm-hmm. And then shot them in the head when they were down. Yeah. So then there's two places to go here. You can go carry on like where you are upstairs or go down but i started upstairs but we may as well talk about downstairs first of all because you have to go yeah. back up anyway yeah so you go downstairs and there's some ganados and what i noticed was now i shot a couple of guys down here and the parasites when i would dull parasites i crawled out of them yeah and then i got attacked by loads of different type of guys there was a shield guy come down a guy with a flail a guy with a baton there was another big bad brother there there's and, there there's a much more of a variety of enemies in this part of the game now yeah 
Yeah, but I mean, they obviously you'd expect that given you have better weapons. Hmm. Uh, and then there was a bit of things down here. The main things was there was a yellow herb in a barrel and a wine cellar, and then there was a red stone of faith in a case behind everything. Yeah. So you go upstairs through the door into a room, yeah. and the whole room's kind of like segmented off for like boards, isn't it? It's a bit of you have yeah, to run yeah. round, and you can hear Ashley, and it gets louder and louder. But as you come around the corner, it turns into a cutscene where Leon comes across a series of CCTV monitors. You know, and they're looking at Ashley. And she's cornered by two Ganados and she's shouting, help me, Leon. And then he shouts Ashley. I don't think she can hear him, of no. course. Um, or can she? Because then one of the Ganados kind of reacts. And then... The one that well, she the is only in front of the door, behind the door that's not too far away from him. So if he shouts loud enough, I guess she probably could hear him. Maybe, maybe. But then he, uh, one of the Ganados turns off the switch and turns the cameras off. And Leon says, ha, amateurs, just hang in there, Ashley. I'm coming for you. So we turn around and there's a door to a loading screen to a new area. On the right of this area is a merchant and I spoke to him and he had some new items. He had a tactical vest. Yeah, the tactical vest is helpful. I bought that. Did you? Yes. I couldn't afford it. It was like 30% damage reduction. Yeah, I bought a tactical vest because I was like, oh, this must be the end of the game now. <laughs> no, yeah, well, that's good though. I mean, that means you've had it for quite a, quite a while of the game. Yeah. So I didn't bother with it. So we move around the corner, and then this is a very memorable set piece. I think everyone who's played the game listening will remember where there's a like a large loading door that opens up, and then some guys with dynamite, and the throw of the dynamite it closes again. So you've got to sort of time your shots to kill them, and then once you do that, the doors open, then there's like three or four bow guys there. Yeah. And then when it was the bow guys, I just wiped them out with a TMP. Uh, I think I threw in a grenade at the bow guys. Oh, nice. Yeah, that would do it. Then the door closed and it exploded and then opened up to like yeah. death. And then when the door now stays open, and then when you go through, another guy who was operating a lever actually attacks you, which I quite like how they do that. You know, it kind of explains what happened a bit, doesn't it? Because there's a guy next to a lever. So obviously he's going up and down with the lever to make the doors open and close. Yeah, that's it. He had one job. <laughs> yeah. But then there's another set of double doors that we go through and the music Evil Malaise plays in this area. To the left of us, there's a save room and a brass pocket watch inside of a box. And then there's another door that you unlock, which when we originally came into the complex leads back to that first door. I don't understand it having it, though. I mean, I don't know why you would want to turn around and leave. No. I don't... I, I, unless it's something I'm not remembering from a harder difficulty level or maybe something on the hardest difficulty levels, but I doubt it. Uh, so now you just work your way through this stairs. There's no enemies right now, which is always off-putting, I find. And if you check the map, there's about four doors, I think, but only one of them is green and accessible. Uh, I did try one door, which was the freezer door, and it said the freezer card key is needed. So I turned around and headed for the green door, which is a quarantine area. We step into the room, and then there's some surgery beds, and there's some machinery humming, probably like an aircon system. And as we move through the room, we are shown something lying down on a bed through a window in a separate quarantined area. I find this a very creepy. Yeah, super creepy. Because it's like, it looks like a person, but it's not a person, clearly. Because it's like all grey and scaly. Uh, and then we have a quote-unquote security system. I know it calls it a security system, but it's really not a security system. It's yeah. coloured arrows that you can turn... And when the arrows match the directions, so if they want the top left pointing down, 
and the one under it, you point it right. It doesn't, you know, it's it's got to either be pointing sort of right or down. It's I didn't I didn't like it. It wasn't really a thing. You just keep turning, keep hitting colours until it makes up the circuit. It's nothing hard. Yeah, it was it was really easy. I wonder if are the puzzles easier on easy? No, I don't think so. Okay, because I still struggled with the um the slide puzzle. You know. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. That that makes sense. So in the next room, there's loaded dead bodies on surgery tables with like plaga attached to them, and it's really horrifying, actually. Yeah. And here's a note, and it's a Luis Memo 3, and he's going to give us some important information here. He says, The hideous creatures such as the El Gigante and the Navistadors are merely byproducts of the diabolical and inhumane experiments conducted on the specimens that once were human. But there is one type of creature that clearly distinguishes itself from the rest. These creatures are called regenerators. Regenerators have a superior metabolism that allows them to regenerate their lost body parts at incredible speeds. I have never seen anything like it. It is this characteristic that makes them almost invincible to conventional weapons. But like any living creature, there is a way to kill it. Apparently, they are plagas that live in its body, somewhat like leeches. They cannot be seen with the naked eye. They can only be located through thermal imaging. To stop its regeneration process, these leech-like plagas must be located, then destroyed. As far as I know, most of the regenerators host a number of these leech-like plagas. To kill the regenerators, each one of these leech-like plagas must be killed. So that's a bit of foreshadowing, really, isn't it? Immediate foreshadowing. Yeah, these regenerators sound like bad news. The freezer key card is in there, which is what we needed to get through. But once we pick up that, we hear a crashing and the music regenerator plays. The scariest thing, well, a few things I know about regenerator. The way it walks is weird and it yep. makes this horrible sound, almost like someone trying to clear the throat. <laughs> this, it's awful. And they're one of the only enemies, I think, in this game so far that go through doors. Yeah this opens doors and they'll come yeah. into this room and attack us in this room and I just well you obviously know you can't hear them properly right now so I got the shotgun out and I started shooting it and I blew its legs off blew its arms off but it, yeah, I blew its head off but then it still attacks you all the time I managed to kill them but what I did was I shot his legs off and then just kept when he was on the ground stabbed him yeah, yeah, that's what a lot of people do on speedruns, or, or, or someone does on a speedrun um, when they don't, cause they don't even bother picking up the thing that you need. So on the speedrun, they just knock it to the ground and just stab it, stab it, stab it, stab it. Yeah, so I never picked up the thing that you need, because uh, I had a look on the... Um, I was scared of getting killed by them, so I had a look on YouTube and saw how people kill them, the speedrunners. Right. I was like, I can do that. Okay. I didn't actually kill this one, I just ran away from it, it attacked me, I ran away, because it won't follow you through the um, the other door. I don't think. I think once you get so far away, it can't see you anymore and stops trying to uh, get to you. We head towards the freezer, and there's, but there's now more regenerators out in the corridor. But you get to the freezer, and when you're inside, there are about five or six regenerators hanging from the ceiling, much like carcasses of meat, really. And it's a bit dino now, isn't it? Because we go in and find a key card writer, and that writes our card to the waste disposal card. But then this next bit, this is what I did and I assume you didn't. So there's a cryo device that you can turn off. Only reason you want to turn it off is when you go to a cupboard which has a, like a valve lock on it. It says we cannot turn the handle as it's frozen shut. 
Okay. So I turned it off and went there and got my infrared scope. Yeah, I didn't get that. I was like, I'm not turning off the freezer because those guys are frozen. I don't want them to be unfrozen. Yeah, well, only one unfreezes. Okay. You pick it up, the door locks, and the regenerator thaws out and starts to attack us. But you just equip the scope, then you can see the plaga on its body, and you just shoot them every oh. time, you know. There's like three or four plagas, and every time you hit one, it stumbles anyway. So you just shoot them all, then it explodes, and they drop 5k every time. All right. Is it easier than it? So that's an easier way to kill them. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, it's like four shots in the down. Okay. On your new game plus, you can try it. So what kind of image is it when you put the infrared scope? Does it light up their whole body? Uh, yeah. Or is it well, infrared scope on the gun? Yeah, yeah. Infrared scope on the gun. So okay. you have to look down it. Uh, I'll just try and find it. Resident Evil 4 IR scope. I'm just wondering if I can find it. Yeah, there you go. Right. Kind of. I mean, it's kind of cool. You can just skip that. <laughs> Or you can get through the game without needing it. Oh, okay. So that's literally a regenerator with with the plaga on it. So you just shoot them rem red plagas in a dice. Okay, that would have been helpful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, killing them the other way wasn't too bad. No, I suppose not. I mean, it just takes you about 30 seconds, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. It's, pretty, uh, it's obviously longer than just shooting them four times. Anyway, now we check the map and we have the key for the waste disposal door. The music infiltration starts to play in this area. And as we move down a corridor, there's a wire fence to our right. And looking through it, we can see a large claw. And around the corner is the control room where you can operate it. So it's quite fun, this part in a way, isn't it? Although it does remind me of Dino Crisis again. It is. It's very similar to Dino Crisis. And you can move the claw around and pick up dudes and drop them off into the uh, the waste. So you go down the ladder and you walk through the area where we just picked and killed all these guys. And if you check the edge, it says, oh, this must lead down to the lower levels. But you carry on through, and you end up in the security room, and there's a yellow herb and some lockers, but right now there's nothing else in here, so you just power through. You move through a couple of corridors, and then you start hearing some banging, and it's Ashley, which is screaming for help, and she's trapped in a room. As you approach the door, it reveals two more big dudes, what, what, what we'll call them, the Bad Brothers. Bad Brothers, yeah. Two more Bad Brothers, so again, I just do shotgun the legs and then shoot them in the head. Uh, and then when you get near the door, this is weird, right? She stops asking for help, but you can't interact with her. Must be, it must be a glitch. I guess so. But then the map shows us where we need to go. And it's now a series of rooms and corridors. And the first one is a bit memorable because it's got like loads of brain scans in it. Must mm. be like blogger experiments. And we get attacked a lot around here. But there's a few sets of stairs and you move down into another medical room. As we walk in, a security camera shows us another regenerator, but this one has spikes on it, and this one's called the Iron Maiden. So did you um, defeat it the same way? Uh, yes, but you just got to time it so that they don't spike you. Right, okay. So did you kill it with the infrared? Yeah, but these ones have a lot more plugs on them. They've got them on the front and the back, so you okay. have to shoot the ones off the front. And then I think yeah, you maybe shoot in the leg so it drops down, and then shoot the ones off its back. Okay. Something like that. But then it explodes and this drops the storeroom keycard. So you can head straight back to Ashley, but I didn't. I moved on a bit. I assume you did the same? Yeah. And there's a back door out of this room, which leads to a bridge with a merchant. And I spoke to him. Welcome! And I upgraded my right gun to the maximum. <laughs> Thank you. But I couldn't afford the exclusive tune on it that I really wanted. Not enough cash, stranger. Oh, how much was the exclusive tune? 80,000, I think. Very expensive. Then at the end of this bridge, there's a lift, which takes us up to the top of a radio tower. And then here, 
There's a very small scene of Leon tries to use the radio to contact someone. However, his transmissions go unanswered. So you can leave again, but I'm not really sure what that was about. It just seems safe, Lewis. Well, well, how do you mean? He went up to the tower to try to call in for reinforcements or backup or something. Did he even need it, though? I mean... Well, you see what happens later on. Well, yeah. So... And gets used again later, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. So then we backtrack and to go down the lift, over the bridge, back into the complex, through the medical rooms, up the stairs, past the brain scan area, where we get attacked by a load of guys now. They've managed to regroup, but then you defeat them and you move around the corner to the storeroom where Ashley is. We open the door and right, you don't see her, do you? And you think, oh God, it's gone. But then as you go down the corner, it turns into a cutscene where she sat down. She looks up at Leon and Leon asks her if she's okay and she nods and he says, let's get out of here. And then that is end of chapter. So we'll then see the stats. Um, hit ratio, 84 and 83. Oof, I only had 73 and now I'm 80. All right. Enemies killed, 75 and 622. 73 and 569. And I died 0 and 12. I died 0 and now it's 17. Right. Okay. So on to the next chapter, chapter 5 2. We start in the storeroom, and as you go to leave, a paper airplane flies in with some lipstick marks on it. And it's actually a note which reads, Perhaps you have figured it out already, but you might be able to get out of here by using the waste disposal vent. So when you check the map, you know that's not far from where we were. But as we exit, enemies have respawned and regathered. The music in Auto 5 plays, and there's loads of different types of enemies here. You're best off leaving Ashley in the room, definitely, aren't you? Yeah, because she'll get you killed. Yeah. Or she'll get herself killed. There's like um, Bad Brothers, the Shield guys, Adult Bloggers, Baton guys, uh, Flail guys, all sorts of stuff. Defeat them and you go back in the security room of the waste disposal and, yeah, more enemies have respawned. Once you defeat them, the Ganado runs for the door lock button and he locks the door on you. Yeah. But then when we use the button to unlock it, we're rushed by another wave. But you make quick work of them and you run down to the main area where Ashley and Leon are standing at the edge of a garbage chute. Leon says, looks like this is it, while Ashley holds her nose, and she says, oh, it stinks. She says, oh, it stinks. All the stuff she's been through and all those months that she's seen, and she's afraid of a bit of rubbish. Yeah, apparently so. And Leon's so blase, goes like, sure does, and then he grabs her hand, and she says, no way. He just says, way, and then jumps off, and pulling her down with him. Uh, they land down the bottom, and Ashley says, are you out of your mind? Is there any need for the next line where he says, I knew you'd be fine if you'd landed on your butt? I mean, that's... Yeah. I mean, that's not necessary, is it? It wasn't, but he helps her to her feet, and then as she looks down, she sees another Iron Maiden, and she asks what it is, and he just... He gets a bit panicky, doesn't he? He says, come on, let's go. He was he started singing, I love big, butt, big butts, and I cannot laugh. <laughs> So we're now downstairs, under the garbage chute in like a waste disposal area, I suppose it probably is. Like an incinerator really, isn't it? Yeah. And then when you open the first door, that Iron Maiden comes to life. Ashley starts to shout like, what is that thing? But we just pull the rifle out, take it down, get 5k, lovely. Then after we open the gate, there's a box that you need to push. There was a few um, areas where Ashley could hide. So I made a hide straight away. Then I tried to push the box by myself, then realized, oh no, you need her help. Then you push this large box forward. Well, this box is way too big for them to push, but it slots into a hole and creates a bridge. But it's not long before we get attacked by a second Iron Maiden, um, which is great for cash. 
pretty easy to defeat that one though because it comes from in front of you if you've got the the scope rifle of course yeah i wish i had the scope rifle oh well, well you, you still managed and then we push a second large box to clear the path and move on through to the next area and straight away we are attacked by enemies and we're in a large area with a wrecking ball and a molten rock floor so it looks like the el gigante room a bit doesn't it I like Miley Cyrus video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except Ashley's not riding it. So you drop down into the area, and the whole idea is to use the handle to move the wrecking ball to clear a path. So you can get Ashley to use it or Leon to use it. And then it needs multiple uses to crash the wrecking ball against the wall, but it takes time to reset. I had left Ashley at the top uh, oh, okay. of somewhere, first of all. So it didn't even give me the option for Ashley to use it because she was nowhere near me. I let her use it. Did you? Yeah, it's like, let her have some fun. I, I, I More so, I was like, that she can do it so I c- could cover to shoot anybody who comes. Yeah, like using the cranks in the water room, isn't it? Yeah. After it smashes the wall down, you can just use the door to get the safety. I didn't hang around to kill everything because it was just storm. It was, it was relentless. I was afraid I was going to run out of ammo. So now we're in a small series of corridors. Straight away, a regenerator used a door, like a lever on the door, and come through to attack me. Those regenerators. As you're going through, one of these doors sticks halfway and actually crawls under and opens it up for you. And at the bottom of the area is a merchant and a save point where Serenity plays. So I spoke with the merchant. I sold some items, but I still couldn't afford that riot gun tune that I really wanted. And the next door, there's two levers, and it's a timing puzzle, I suppose you want to call it. What I didn't realise, because it was two levers, I knew what you had to do. But if you interact with them, it just keeps saying, like these levers need to be pulled together or something but you actually have to make a weight in front of one yeah i mean that's it should just have been automatic yeah when you clicked on it totally yeah so then what it is the lights there's like four lights in this in the middle or something or maybe three lights each side so it goes like it's the lights flash it's almost like f1 isn't it yeah where the lights flash like three two one then the center one flashes and as the center one flashes you press the button and they pull the levers and then they go we did it in text across the bottom of the screen this door then takes us through to the garage and there's a couple of items here well quite a few boxes actually to grab ammo and probably some health at, uh, before you get on the truck and then you jump onto the back of the truck as you do uh, Ashley says leave it to me Leon so she drives the truck but it's not long before we start getting attacked from behind so I made a mistake here I feel why what did you do just as all the ganadas running down I had the TMP and I was killing them before they jumped on the truck and they were just dumping items everywhere but obviously you can't jump off and pick them yeah, up yeah same and I thought oh wow so then after that I let them jump onto the truck so I could take them down but they can become a bit overwhelming because they start getting plague us from them. So it can be it's a bit of a double-edged sword. Yeah, because, I mean, if one of them gets you, those, yeah. I mean, if you can get overwhelmed, but then you do lose all of the stuff if you just shoot them off the truck. The truck stops. It's actually bust through a door. From behind us, enemy truck comes up, blasting its horn. So then all you have to do is shoot it and it explodes and uh, crashes. So carrying on, more men attack us, and then once again, the truck comes up from behind, but this time it's on fire, and if you're shooting it, it'll explode. Ashley carries on driving the truck, and we get to our staple of games, really. This next part has been in three of the four games we played, a funicular. A funicular, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a funicular, isn't it, for the for the truck? Yeah. Um, and it makes perfect sense why there's a funicular here for the truck, because 
you know, to put in an actual vertical lift for a truck this size would need so much power. But this is, makes a lot more sense. But the truck stays at the bottom and then a, a switch flips. It doesn't actually say, I'm leaving it to you. Yeah. So you have to get off the truck, climb the ladder to get the switches, but there's loads of Ganados in your way. Um, then people will jump onto the truck trying to get Ashley while you're up. So you've got to turn around and shoot them. Bubba Lever, you go back down and you get on the truck and the funicular moves us up to ground level. As Ashley's driving on, more Ganados attempt to jump on. And then eventually another truck comes from the front. We shoot it and it explodes and it forces Ashley to veer left and we crash through a wall. Yeah. Uh, we're now in a merchant save room. And I spoke to the merchant, and I finally got my Riot Gun exclusive tune. Nice. But I had to actually sell a red, yellow, green herb to afford it. Oh. I didn't even take the health. I was like, I want the tune. So I sold that. Okay. But, you know, by this point, you've got like 95% of your health anyway, haven't you? Yeah, I suppose. So it wasn't too bad. And then when we're ready, we move on straight into a cutscene where Sadler is saying... I can feel them growing ever strongly inside of you. Leon shouts at Sadler and he tries to rush him. And then Sadler raises his hand in the Plagas inside Leon react to um, Sadler. And it brings him to his knees in pain. Sadler then says, perhaps you can resist, but you cannot disobey. And then he turns his hand up to Ashley and says, now come to me, Ashley. And then she immediately, her eyes go red. She goes into a trance and she walks up to Sadler. But as she does, uh, Leon throws a home and beacon on her. But then they walk out. And as soon as they walk out of the room, the pain stops. And then that is it. That's the second of tonight's chapters, which is a lot shorter. This is a very short chapter, that one. It's ma- mainly the truck stuff. Stats. Stats of this chapter. Not quite as good for me. Uh, 74 and 82 on the hit ratio. Oh, man. I only hit 68 and now oh. I'm 79. Enemies killed 76 and 698. I had 82 and 651. And I died once, making a total of 13. Oh, I didn't die at all. So that's a total of 17. If you take nice. Two at the start. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, as I say, it seems like a very different game when you get onto the island. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what I prefer, actually. I think my favorite part of the game, the most memorable, is like all of the village stuff. Yeah, but that's so long ago now. Well, it is. I mean, in terms of podcast, it was uh, six weeks ago. And in terms of gameplay, it's about 10 hours ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is totally, this could be a, yeah, it's a totally different game. Eh, not totally different, but you know what I mean. Total different set and everything. It is it is like a different act, isn't it? Yeah. Each, you know, Village is like Act 1, Castle's Act 2, and this is Act 3. Yeah. I, I I thought the game would have been over by now, but nope. There's one more episode of to get through. But you can see why it's um, a total, why this is regarded as a total classic when you consider the one before this was Resident Evil 3 Nemesis on the PS1. I mean, it might come out on something else as well. Yeah. Oh, was was Code Veronica before this? I don't think so. I think Code Veronica. I, I think it would have been Nemesis because Code Veronica was probably like 99, 2000. So Code Veronica come out 3rd of February 2000. Okay. And Nemesis come out on oh, 99. Okay, so Code Veronica was before this, which the graphics of Code Veronica are, you know, head and shoulders above three. But then okay. this, again, pushed the graphical boundary a little bit more and then went obviously to the over-the-shoulder cam, which loads of games started to do after that. Hmm. 
Uh, it's a good game, though. I like it. So have you prepared anything for tonight? Uh, yeah, it's a short one. I didn't know that this was a thing, but supposedly there's World Zombie Day, and that falls on the 13th of October every year. Um, and it's been going since 2006. So <clears throat> I think it's people who are fans of zombies. Um, I think it's also to help homelessness and to raise money for charity. And I think it's now going in 50 different cities around the world. I think there's one even in London, in the UK here. Um, and I think it's just where people dress up as zombies and uh, do walks and whatnot. And I think the first zombie walk actually happened in Pittsburgh, in that mall where the Dawn of the Dead was filmed. So, All right. World Zombie Day, 13th of October. Oh, but then, oh, that, that's interesting. So next week... It's the last episode. Yep, next week is the last episode. And the week after, we will have our Easter quiz. Cool. We'll be bringing Craig back, I believe. Speaking of zombies, Easter... <laughs> the most well well known zombie of all. Yeah. Oh yeah, Craig's coming back for the Easter quiz. Craig from the Christmas quiz. Yeah. But we're gonna change it up slightly, I think, aren't we? We'll probably talk about more next next time before yeah. we record it, but I don't think me and you have wrote have wrote any questions this time. I think it's all Craig. He's had a lot more time to repair here though. Alright, cool. Well good night. Thank you very much for listening and we'll speak Thank to you, you next week. All right, see you next time.